Well, hey there, Miss Michaela. Hello, Dustin. So I just want to take a quick second to cue our listeners in today. We are switching things up. No, for those of you who are afraid, Steve is not dead. I have not murdered him with the XLR cable that he hooks to his fancy-dancy microphone. Uh, He is crazy sick this week with, uh, I guess, when you have kids of his kid's age, uh, things spread around your house like a California wildfire. Ooh, that might be too soon. Burn. Too, oh, too soon. <laughs> too soon. Um, so we are swapping out hosts, and tonight we have our very first guest host, uh, and we're super excited to bring on Michaela McLean. Oh, I know name sounds like she should be like a celebrity or something, and she kind of is. She is the owner of 604 Studios in good old Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, with a super fancy studio that I'm super jealous about in Greenwood, Indiana. So, uh, Michaela, why don't you, let's start us off by just kind of telling our 10 million listeners who listen to this podcast a little bit about who you are. Okay, well, um, as you said, um, I own 604 Studios and have owned it since 2009, of course, when I started out. I've gone through like three different business names, but ultimately landing on 604 Studios started out just Michaela McLean Photography and, um, well, actually it was Michaela Benham back then, but anyways, so, um, yeah, started shooting in 2009 and, um, just kind of fell in love with it. My background was actually in broadcasting and, um, TV and radio broadcasting, actually, and, uh, through that had different classes (laughs) that um, led me to photography and started photographing friends and family members and just really enjoyed that and realized that photographing people on their wedding day, which typically is pretty happy of a day, um, is a lot more exciting and happy than the news, which is horrendous and miserable. So I chose to go with that and have loved it and um, now shoot about 20 to 25 weddings a year um, here. Typically, most of our weddings are here in Indianapolis, but we do travel around just a little bit occasionally. So, Just just a touch. Just a touch, yeah. Well, cool beans. And uh, let's uh, talk a little bit about how you and I met, sort of serendipitous of a... Uh, of a chance encounter, if you will. <laughs> so, well, I guess we met, technically we met like the night before this big uh, photography workshop that we went to. Um, but ultimately, yes, we met at a workshop that we went to that we will not name because we were both pretty <laughs> disappointed in it, actually. <laughs> so we kind of bonded over what a waste of money it was. And uh, no, I mean, we got some. Some valuable tidbits of information from it, I'd say, maybe. No, uh, may, may, I mean, I met you, and I met Jen, Jennifer Van Elk, which you guys have heard the sweet tones of, um, which is the wife of the infamous Stephen Van Elk, a great Indiana man, which I think is pretty debatable. But that is how the three of us met, and if that workshop had never happened, this podcast might not have ever happened, and I know that would make a lot of you very sad. 
So yeah, it was kind of crazy. And what makes that story even more funny is at this pre-workshop party, Michaela came up to me and was like, are you related to Ben Wolpe? Just like out of nowhere. And well, you look like him. You have a, well, you don't look exactly like him, but there's definitely a family. I am way better looking than Benjamin <laughs> Wolpe. But Ben Wolpe is my cousin. And he went to Huntington University with this crazy lady we call Michaela. And yeah, then we just kind of hit it off from there. Yeah, we bonded uh, at Qdoba that night. This workshop didn't even provide dinner. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so That's we had sick. to go venture out into the cold rain. It was like in January and had to go downtown. Uh, we had like 20 minutes to get dinner. And we went to Qdoba. And who doesn't love Qdoba? So there we bonded over queso and burritos. Oh, queso sounds so good. At least at the uh, Sam Hurd workshop that we both went to, they yes. had uh, Chipotle. <laughs> they did have Chipotle there. Yeah. That was so, super I mean, delicious. Yes. Smart photographers know how to feed our bellies. Right. Yep. I mean, I'll pay $500 for a workshop if I know there's going to be queso. <laughs> Seriously. Unlimited queso, preferably. But So I, I know we didn't really talk about what we we're going to talk about today, but on the topic of workshops, yeah. I mean, what... What are you, I mean, I know this is, we're kind of coming up to what some call as workshop season. This is yeah, sort of that we're getting into off it. season that everyone's either hosting one or going to one. Yep. Do you go to any workshops or do you like, you know, attend any, have you been to any that you were like, oh my God, this changed my life? <laughs> yeah. Well, I did definitely jump on the WPPI bandwagon a few years back and that's Wedding and Portrait Photographer's international is that what the i sure. stands for i don't know i think it's i for interesting <laughs> sure yeah so i did go to that um a few years back i mean that was that was like i don't know five or six years maybe seven years ago it's actually jen and i went to that we were both there um and yeah that one actually was very educational it's in las vegas and you just go to class after class of like all these incredible photographers that are there so that one, I mean, I was a, I was very like young photographer at that time, so I was just like soaking up everything, and I was like, I have to buy all this stuff and like talk to all these people and get, you know, get all this amazing information, which so I did. But you yeah. would say WPPI is great for new emerging photographers, uh, but would you say it's as good for someone like? you and I in the now who have been doing this for like 10 years and are pretty, I hate to say veterans because that makes me feel old, but (laughs) kind of know our craft and it's not like we can really improve upon it too much more. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, you know, always room to learn, Dustin, but um, I think now for me, like I'd be more interested in going to like a smaller, more intimate type workshop uh, where you're just going through more like workflow type information or doing like um, a hands-on shoot with like a photographer that you admire their work or something like that. Um, Because WPPI is definitely, I mean, there is stuff there certainly for like uh, aged photographers. I don't know. Aged is something you would describe a cheese, but. (laughs) I picture like a room where they wheel you in in a wheelchair and they're (laughs) like, we're busting the retirement home full of photographers. Cameras are 
tripoded to their walkers. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. To, at this point in my business, I'm not really like looking to go to any. I mean, there are a few like uh, just solo photographers who host workshops that I would definitely go to. But as far as like one of those big ones. What's in your shopping cart? What's on the Michaela wish list? Oh, heavens. Well, there's... She's like, you're calling me out, Dustin. No. I mean, my all-time favorite photographer ever is Bobby Photo. I mean, just Mm. hands down, of course. She's going to be coming on this podcast in December. Really? Yeah. Spoiler alert. Oh, dang. She's amazing. She's so funny, and her images are just very full of life and always so creative and new. And um, I have been inspired by her since I was like... I don't know, just starting out. I followed her work. So um, I would definitely go to one of hers. However, she's got one like next week and she said it's the last one in Indianapolis. And if that's true, I'm going to be devastated because I missed out. But I know I was so tempted when you asked me to go with you. If you would have gone with me, I would have gone. She always hosts them when we are out of town. I don't, it's crazy. Whenever she does them, we either have a wedding or we are out of the state. And so we're literally after I hit stop on this podcast, I'm jumping in a car and driving to New York for a wedding. You're so so cool, Dustin. I wish I could be as uh, cool as you. If you think eight hours in a car with your in-laws and a screaming, crying child is cool, (laughs) then yes, I am so cool. That's my definition of cool, actually. Yeah. Very glamorous lifestyle you lead, Dustin. <laughs> yes. Minivan life, baby. Minivan life. I don't know. What about you, though? Do you have any workshops that you would like to go to or on your bucket uh, list? So you- this year I attended um, Mystic Seminars, I think is what it's called. That reminds me of like um, a big witchcraft festival. I don't know. <laughs> it used to be in Mystic Connecticut, which is how it got its name. And it was, uh, started off as this very small, intimate, like seminar workshop kind of thing where they, uh, this one photographer brought in like all these like top photographers. So I think the premise is really great, but I think it's just kind of grown to a point where it's no longer, it kind of loses that intimate feel. Yeah. And I don't know, it just sort of felt like very clicky when I went. And I made the mistake of going alone. Um, So I didn't really have the opportunity to, and I took my wife and daughter. So I kind of wasn't able to fully network like I probably could have had I gone completely solo. Yeah. But anyways, by being at that workshop conference thing, everyone there kept saying how amazing last year's was (laughs) because they had Ben Chrisman And uh, Two Man, which are two photographers that I look up to insanely. And they both spoke the year prior. And I was really hoping that one of them would be coming back. But neither one came back. Great. And so I'm like, great. Instead of spending that money on this, I should have, you know, spent my money to go. To one of their workshops or something. Yeah. Yeah. So two man, um, puts on a couple workshops each year and they're so expensive, but where is he located? Two man. Um, it's a husband wife team based out of 
I want to say Calgary or somewhere near Calgary, Canada. Oh. So, yeah. So they're one of those that like all their photos are like on mountains and look beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. But they have, them and Chrisman have a very similar style of shooting where they're getting these like crazy angles and they just have this amazing ability to use off-camera flash in a way where it doesn't look super off-camera flash-y. Yeah. Um, I need to work on that on both of those things, actually. Yeah, exactly. I love my 50 millimeter and I just like straight on always like, I don't know. I, I realized that every year at the end of my season, I kind of like look back through all the weddings that I shot and I, I try to like see what I can improve upon. And I'm like, okay, I don't know. I'm, I just need to like mix it up a little bit, you know? Sure. I feel the same way. And they're, they're really notorious for like doing some like crazy wide, angle portraits type stuff and that's something i've been trying to play around a a little bit this fall with yeah that's what i would love to get better at or like wide angle stuff i feel like whenever i i like know what i want it to look like in my mind but then i try it and it just doesn't come out that way and i'm like oh i'll just crop this (laughs) well i think it's trickier to think in a wide angle perspective because we see so close to like somewhere between that 50 to 85 range so to shoot within that, you know, focal length is much easier to pre-visualize yeah. and, and then just add beautiful bokeh. And then you're like, done. Right. Bada bing, bada boom. That's what the people want. Get, just give the people Can what they want. The background blurry? <laughs> That's my favorite. We've had, we've had a few clients this year that will actually ask us not to make the background blurry. They're like, every photographer, it's like their photos are all blurry. And we're looking, you know, like we're getting married in this beautiful fall location. And we just want to be able to see the whole location. Okay. Without it all being, and I'm like, uh, so you, and then I'll show them like a portrait. And they're like, oh, I love your portraits. And I'm like, do you see how that background's all like smooth and, you know, milky and awesome? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, that's caused by the background being blurry (laughs) right so what you're saying you love is what you actually said you don't want at all okay yeah so i've realized half my job is just educating educating the clients yeah for sure but yeah so back to workshops i would say going to a chrisman or a two-man would be on the top of my bucket list and they had what two-man does um which is crazy cool and makes it even more enticing is they do their their workshops all over the world so they set up like crazy locations and they're like come you know come to this castle in italy or come to this you know ski resort in switzerland and so it's like almost like a vacation so if i didn't have this beautiful 19 month old daughter and a wife that i love (laughs) I would, I had my finger on the trigger for their one in Italy. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine. It's like four, I think it's like four grand or three grand for the workshop and then tickets to Italy. And and, like place to stay. Does like the cost cover your hotel or anything? Just the workshop. Oh my gosh. Just the workshop. Oh, well, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas, Dustin. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Uh, But I have a friend going to the two-man one this month uh, up in Canada. So I'm curious to get his feedback on what he thinks. Yeah, see if it's worth it. Yeah, I definitely want to learn from his mistakes. Some of them, as we have found, are not worth it. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, that's how <laughs> I feel. And I'd hate to spend $4,000 on a workshop and it not be worth it. Right. I'm okay um, throwing like $500 down the trash. I mean, not really, but it's better <laughs> than 4000 Just it on fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So I actually just got back from a family photo shoot. We don't do a ton of those, but I wanted to talk to you a little bit about just how insane fall is. Yep. And how crazy it is for us photographers because it seems like everybody wants to wait till fall to do their engagement sessions. Yep. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but we definitely our September and October have, we've started to see an uptick in those book up faster for weddings like yeah. for the pr- next year. Yeah. That's always our, our two busiest months are always September and October. I, I know some photographers that will go like, and not even have a wedding in August. Yeah. I think we had, we only had like, one maybe uh, we had one or two in August and I think last year we didn't have any in August so maybe that was you that was it probably to. was yeah <laughs> <laughs> probably but um yeah so like and I don't know how Indianapolis and Greenwood have been but we've had like just shitty weather this month oh it's been terrible yeah how how do you handle that do you do you do more than one session in a day like if something like what's your policy on like we've just had a ton of like crappy like drizzly yeah it's like been like seattle here is what people have been telling me yeah it's been very cold and rainy down here too just there was one week where it literally was just raining like every single day and yeah yeah here too i felt like i was on gray's anatomy or something it's cool but <laughs> so do you just do you just chug away and just like shoot it in the rain do you reschedule how do you know i reschedule i just I just hate, like, I think that you can do, like, really beautiful stuff in that weather sometimes. But for me, it's more about, like, I want to be able to, like, set them on the ground and, like, you know, just be comfortable and not be freezing. And, you know, people are like, oh, it'll be okay. It'll be fun to do rainy photos. But it's like, okay, maybe for, like, the first five minutes. But then after that, it's not going to be fun for any of us. So right. I try to reschedule. I, I don't like to reschedule them because it's just difficult on everybody's schedules. But normally I just kind of wait till the day of and see, like, what what we're working with and try to wait till the last minute and pull the trigger if I have to. And do you shoot engagement sessions alone? Um, no, Jordan, uh, my husband, comes with me to most engagement sessions and then like family portraits and stuff, I typically do those by myself. So interesting. Yep. Yeah, I mean that's the that's been the tricky part for us is we're really trying to structure that work life balance this year. Um, like last year, would be like, oh, we'll shoot every day of the week. Oh gosh. And, <laughs> and I don't know about you, but like we try our best to shoot around sunset because that's yeah. the best lighting. Right. And um, so. In order to not do that, we've been trying to set certain days of the week that we shoot, and that's kind of just gone out the window Yeah. <laughs> by the end of the year with the rescheduling, because right. it's just like, what are you going to do? You just do? have to make it happen. You just have to make it work sometimes. Yeah. This past weekend, we did three engagement sessions, which I know seems like, oh, three engagement sessions, big deal, Dustin. That is a big deal. <laughs> but they were in three We're nowhere different... near as busy as Dustin and Corinne, wedding photographers. So we are like <laughs> they... a couple a week, not three in one day. No way. <laughs> well, the only reason we had three in one day was simply because 
the one couple could only do Fridays, like Friday, Saturday, and Sundays because the groom worked second shift. And so therefore could never do a sunset and she worked normal hours. So couldn't do like a sunrise. Right. And so, and we have weddings every Friday and Saturday in October. And so our options were Sunday and we already had sessions booked and then we had to reschedule another one that got rained out. So then next thing we know, we're doing three in one day and they're all in like one was here in Fort Wayne. One was in Butler, Indiana, which is like an hour away. Oh my gosh. One one was up at, um, oh crap, I lost it. But like near Warsaw, Indiana, like some state park. Yeah. And it was just, we were all over the place and it was like an entire day. We were gone from 8 a.m. to uh, 7 p.m. Wow. But, but you got those fall photos. Got them fall colors, <laughs> those oranges and yellows. Everybody in their pumpkin, sweater and their scarves. Pumpkin spice latte poured <laughs> yeah. all over me. Right. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Why are people just like so infatuated by fall? Like what is the draw? I mean, fall to... is the best, Dustin. I love fall. Okay, but why? Why do we? Why do we like to be cold and damp? Why do we I, like? To... Actually, I don't know, but I just love this weather. Like even when it is super rainy and like dreary, I love it. I just love feeling like cozy and, of course, drinking so much Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, people go nuts people. over pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like... like a huge. Honestly, I've only had one pumpkin spice latte this year. I feel like I just get like one a season and then I pretty much just like stick to my usual order. And then and then you're like, all right, enough of this. Back to my white chocolate mocha. <laughs> my caramel macchiato. Caramel macchiato. Yes. See, I, I'm more of a peppermint drizzle. white mocha kind of guy. I'm Christmas all year round. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do they do that year round? Only for me. Oh, Only so for nice. a triple platinum premium gold card holder. <laughs> I know, you know, like several years ago when I became like a super gold, amazing person status on my Starbucks, back then they used to like send you a card in the mail. Oh, I have one. I never got mine and I'm really upset about it. I'm sorry. I know. I'm like, I deserve to have this card in my wallet to show how cool I am or just show how much money I spent. And use your phone. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Be like, oh, I have this. I just wanted to show this to you. And then here's my phone to scan. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I don't know I why do people feel are like the, it, the gold card is a little bit of a letdown because they they make it seem like such a VIP experience. And I don't know if it's just because everyone's a gold card at this point. <laughs> right. But they're like, oh, they'll say your name and you will never have to tell them your name because it'll come up when you scan your gold card. And I've never had anyone be like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't need your name, sir. It came up on my computer (laughs) as a gold platinum member. Sorry, Dustin. (laughs) Sorry. That's never happened to you? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. No, they're always like, "Uh, what's the name for the artist, sir? And I, cause I go to Starbucks that are, you know, like New Jersey baristas or something. <laughs> Is that a New Jersey accent you were doing? <laughs> I, I don't know. My, I sort of flow from one accent to another. My favorite, uh, Dustin accent is Russian. No. When that comes out, you know, it. it's getting real. Oh, I had a terrible experience in college where I got the entire institution talking in a Russian accent. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it all stemmed from listening to a Russian audiobook. Oh dear. And, 
Amazing. We went on vacation together one time, the McKibbins and McLeans, and it was a trip we of got a lifetime. To, it it really was probably the best vacation I've ever been on. It was so and, much and fun. And no, no to our awesome listeners out there, if you ever go on a vacation with somebody like friends or family, make sure ahead of time that they're not going on some crazy diet. so that you can immediately talk them out of it (laughs) that was a terrible decision so we went to florida together while jordan and i were doing the whole 30 which is like you can't eat anything delicious anything except for lettuce can eat like chicken nuts and vegetables and we went on vacation doing that and I can't believe we actually stuck to it. Like, that is insane to me. Well, you guys were also, like, loosely cheating by doing Shakeology. Oh, that's and, true. We had Shakeology. And, and what else was it? That was oh, a you fun. could have sauces. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we didn't do, like, 100% Whole30. We we had, like, mayonnaise and It ketchup was more like 20, Whole20. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't have survived if it weren't for Shakeology because we made those Shakeology, like, chocolate ball thingies and... I just ate those like candy, which I'm pretty sure is bad for you, but whatever. And and all, and look, all you had to do was have a baby and then you shed like 90 pounds. <laughs> Seriously? And I see all my friends having babies and losing weight because breastfeeding just like jacks your metabolism like I've a cocaine. I seriously lost like 60 pounds. It's it's the best thing I ever did. I need to <laughs> produce a child out of my body. Yeah, go for it. Let me know when, when that it's too late. My wife is already working on that. Yay. Oh, so back on top. Anyways, slight uh, tangent there. Off of Dustin wanting to have a child. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. So people are obsessed with fall because A, it's, I would say because it's not hot. Yeah. I think even though this year we went from like hot to cold, there was no real in between. Yeah. Our last uh, wedding in October, it was still, it was like 90 degrees. It was crazy. I I can, I know exactly which weekend you were talking about. Yep. It was a, it was a scorcher. We, we were supposed to have a video team come and shoot video of us for like a updated promo video. Oh no. And I was like, both of us look like such a hot mess. sweating everywhere. And I was like, I I called him and I was like, no, we're rescheduling because it's so hot out. You're like, come to this beautiful winter wedding where we'll look completely put together. No, we've we'll, we've had to, I decided to shelf it for now because I don't want it to be dated with Corinne being super pregnant. Now. Oh, that's true. Good idea. And then anytime someone looks at our promo video, they're going to assume she's pregnant like now. Right. They'll be like, oh. They'll be like five years from now, be like, she's still pregnant. Oh my God. <laughs> she just has kids all the time. But I just rewatched our current promo video because we look so young and so white. I love white, it. But, it's so Because we did it in the winter. You guys do look like babies. We're such babies. Babies. Speaking of the off season in the winter. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that segue action. We are so good. Steve is going to be jealous. <laughs> there hasn't been one sexual innuendo and one insult. And you guys won't know what to do with yourselves when you listen to this episode. Pleasant banter. Beautiful. Um, plans for the off season. So what what do you, what does 604 Studios do, you know, like November through March? Well, so I am um, 
I'm just going to say it. I'm bad about album design. So I kind of wait till... Is anyone good at album design? <laughs> right. <laughs> I kind of... Well, okay. I shouldn't say I'm bad. I'm, I'm bad at sitting down and actually doing it is what I'm right. bad at. I knew what you meant. Yeah. So um, I actually enjoy it once I get to it and I have fun doing it. But it's just one of those things that it just, you know, it takes time and in the middle of wedding season it's crazy you're just trying to edit and get everything sent out so normally what I do um, at this time of year is I'll go back and I'll start um, actually putting together all of these albums for my beautiful bride and grooms who are ever so patiently waiting to get that uh, design in the mail and email and so I do some of that some album design um, I try to like go through my workflow and just kind of like see if there's things that could be Proved upon, which they're always. And then the next year starts and you're like, forget it. Yeah, exactly. Every <laughs> year I'm like, oh, I'm going to do everything so differently. It's going to be awesome. And then wedding season starts and it's just a whirlwind of crazy. And you're like, I just do what I can to get by and make it happen. So, yeah. Yeah. Like last off season, I was like, all right, this is the year we're going to sign up for one of those like CRM client relationship management software companies oh yeah i remember and, when you were all gung-ho about that yeah we were like trying out. out shoot cue and 17 hats right and we ended up landing on honeybook and signing up with them and everything and get got it all dialed in and and then i'm still like barely using it to oh, its potential that sucks because it takes so much time to set those things up like oh it's oh an my incredible gosh. investment on your time yeah. i mean that's how they get you to never switch companies because you're, you're like, like it's oh, a nightmare i could never go through this again i know yeah i use pixify so, and i remember when you signed up for honey books that's what it is honey book honey honey book honey book something yeah like that. i was like so intrigued by what you were telling me about it but i was like oh gosh i can't even think about switching from Pixify because it took me forever to figure out how the crap to work that. So I didn't. Yeah, it, yeah it, it's so good. It's so good and powerful and useful with like the templates and the auto generated emails and, you know, the contracts and allowing your clients to pay over, you know, over the internet. Oh, right. But, but it's just, it's sometimes it's just so much easier when you're like in a meeting with a client and just like slide a contract across the table and be like, yeah. Hey, why don't you go ahead and just lock me down, girl. Right right here, right now. Let's do this. And then, and then all of a sudden you're like, shit, that just like threw off my entire workflow. <laughs> yeah. You're like, now I have to, what do I scan this? Yeah, in? Do I, like, I don't scan know. This? Can I, can Where I like, do, send this to HoneyBook and they like turn this digital for me? <laughs> yeah. So what I, I think they just came out with a way where you can like do an iPad app and they can like fill out an iPad app. Oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah, it's cool. But I'm, I, I guess I'm old and I'm old school where I'm like something about just like we bring our contracts are printed on like really thick paper. And when you're asking someone to spend like four or $5,000 on their wedding photography and you slide them over like, you know, an iPad I don't know it's just something nice about sliding them over like nice fat ass cardstock. <laughs> right. Like, Nothing hey, like fat ass cardstock to make me feel you, professional. You know what that four thousand dollars buys you? Buys cardstock. you really thick paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only two sheets. Right. Two sheets. That's <laughs> good. See, my contract's like fifteen pages long. So holy cow! I'd have to charge like forty five hundred if I was going to do cardstock. Easily. Yeah. Easily. For sure. And then, and then you're like, you pull the old Dustin move where you're at Starbucks and you're like, oh, t I forgot a pen. <laughs> oh, 
crap. <laughs> you like go up to the barista and you're like, ask him for a pen. You're like, here's Nothing the makes Sharpie you feel more that I use to write on all the cups. <laughs> yeah. But can I, can I borrow that for a quick sec? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Real quick. Yes, well, I know if you I were cool like coffee. me and had a studio uh, to invite your clients sure. into, you would always have we, a pen. We have, there's this one photographer locally here who's probably listen, probably listens to this podcast because he's loves us so much. Um, keeps, keeps trying so hard to talk me into sharing his studio with him. What's your, and, uh, what's your hesitation? Uh, not so much. A he- I mean, the hesitation is I just don't want to spend the money. <laughs> of course. Everyone out there should know that Dustin is, well, he's amazing and very, just entrepreneurial spirit. Like he comes up with all these ideas and he's like, he knows how to make money, but he does not like to spend money. <laughs> I think my wife would disagree with that statement because she sees Amazon and B and H boxes coming to our door <laughs> all the time. True. Well, you like to spend money on like your business. Yeah. Well, and a, and a studio would be my business. And there's been several times, especially as our daughter has gotten older and a little bit more like, ooh, what's this cord? Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, that I'm like, oh, okay, maybe it's time to seriously think about moving my massive setup somewhere else. Yeah, you do but, have a pretty big setup over there. But, I mean, you can attest to this. Like, you probably, you don't use your studio nearly as much as I think you thought you would. No, I definitely don't. And Especially now with Jovi being born. Oh, yeah. Once Jovi was born, it was like... See you later, studio. But I don't know. I've got high hopes for this winter. So I actually share a studio with a seamstress, the indie designer. Shout out to my girl, Jamie. Jamie. Yeah, she's in the back um, doing her thing. And um, we've got some ideas for this winter. So I'd love to kind of venture out into like the glamour uh, photography world a little bit. See, but your studio is like the most ideal studio situation that anyone in the world could dream up because you can literally walk to your studio from your house. It takes me about four minutes to walk there. It's and see, glorious. if I had a situation like that, I would be all over that. Yeah. It's and awesome. in fact, I've actually looked into like some sort of a situation where we would buy a house near a small, like in a small town, which then I could buy or rent space within walking distance just because I've been so jealous of your (laughs) live work situation it really is nice I can just like run over there for a quick meeting or if I have a shoot over there um just takes me about five seconds to drive or a few minutes to walk and well even just tonight with the podcast you started off at home yep (laughs) and then you were gonna run to the studio so it'd be quite more quiet yep and then Jamie was there doing seamstress stuff. And so then you ran back home all in the course of about six minutes. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, hey, I'm going to go to the studio. Just kidding. I'm coming home. And it was just like, bada bing, bada boom, real quick. That's the way, that's the way we do it. It's great. I do. I really love it. I've, we've thought about like giving that space up, but I just, oh, it You just put so sick. much like, work no, into it. We though. did. We renovate. Well, we, I say we, Jordan, <laughs> Jordan. worked very hard. Uh, renovating the space and it's pretty cheap and walking distance and it's just adorable. So I'm going to have to renew for another year. I'm sure. I know. And what I would totally do totes do if I were you 
toots. That's my new word. Toots. Trying to be more like a millennial, you know, attract those millennial brides. Right. Totes. Hashtag XOXO. XOXO. Even though that's total gossip girl right there. (laughs) So it's way before you millennials. I'm glad you knew that reference, Dustin. I'm proud of you. What The totes? No, gossip girl. XOXO. I stayed at the Empire Hotel when I was in New York last week. I saw that. And I was just like, you know, wanted to enter channel my inner chuck bass i know <laughs> ordered the uh the, you can actually go up to the bar and order a chuck bass oh and they there's a drink uh that's like did you uh, get it i did not get it because Why? the bartender told me that it is so strong oh <laughs> and i had like so many engagement sessions while i was there i needed to be on my a game right dang it well next but, yeah What's crazy is um, it was like the cheapest hotel I could find that was near Central Park. Really? That yeah. surprises me. I figured since it was in Gossip Girl, it'd be all up I mean, it's, yeah. it's super nice, but it's definitely really, really dated. Oh, yeah. But anywho, so back to off season. So you, you're going to refine your workflow, yes. make some albums. Yep. A- anything else? The website get, getting an update? Oh, or? dear Lord. <laughs> Our website. <laughs> yeah, I should probably just do a whole new website this year, really, this winter. It's pretty yeah. old. Um, yeah. And we then, just did. Yeah. We just did a website update refresh um, or, or kind of in the process of it. And we kind of kept it on the DL. Um, so for those of you out there that want to go and check out Dustin and Corinne Photography, or I don't even know my own website, it's just <laughs> DustinandCorinne.com. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so we had our website originally designed by the super famous, uh, web designer, uh, oh crap, what's it called? Second Street Creative. (laughs) I was thinking like two cities, like I knew it was two in the name. Second Street Creative. He he does like all the world renowned, amazing. Yeah. He's awesome. My My boy, Ryan. Um, he's Such so awesome. Website. However, the website he designed for us, uh, was almost like too restricting, um, to some changes we wanted to make. So we had to hire a company to take his design and essentially rip it apart and re put it back together in a way where we could make some changes yeah. to, in- to kind of improve some things that we're trying to do moving forward. But, Is that finished yet? <laughs> It's it's live now. It's live as of this week. Okay. But we're kind of it's like a soft launch because we're we're trying to go through and like figure out. There's like a ton of bugs still from yeah. the trick. Because not only did we relaunch a new website that looks exactly the same as our old website, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but there's just like subtle changes. But um, we also switched hosting providers. Oh gosh. Uh, which, that scares uh, and, me. And that's that's been a nightmare. <sighs> so. Oh, yeah. So I need to get... This is a serious matter. I am still paying every month for Show It. <laughs> You're crazy. I know. Crazy. I know. So back in like 2010, 2011, when like Show It was like... Ah. I thought your website was WordPress now. No, my blog is WordPress. Oh, my God. But yeah, so I pay for my WordPress wordpress blog and then i pay every single month for this company i'll show it to have my website on there i don't even know what it is it's so confusing 
show it if you're listening we would love it if you would sponsor this podcast so we can talk about how amazing you are <laughs> but no um, honestly that has been my hesitation because i'm like i hate paying for it every month but it is like super easy to work with and like if there needs to be a change i am capable of doing that which like if I were to have just like a completely uh, coded website, there's no way I could ever make a change. Like I've tried right. it and it just, it scares me. So that's why I keep with show it. Cause it's easy, but yeah, I don't like so, spinning the dough. So the, uh, the host host that, um, our web guy recommended is called SiteGround S I T E ground, uh, dot com. And apparently it's like, They've done all these tests and somehow, however they do their data, um, the speed of your website is so much faster, even without having to like shrink your photos down. Like the big thing, the big problem we were having, um, is I made the mistake from the get go of not shrinking our photos down small enough because I'm super anal about my pics looking good. Yeah. Especially with like everyone getting retina displays and higher yeah. resolution <laughs> right. stuff. Want that looking crisp. But yet web designers like, you got to have those photos under 300 kilobytes, homo. <laughs> right. And so I don't know why I said homo. Steve, edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. It's all good. And so, yeah, so we switched over to SiteGround last week and... I don't know what the issue's been, but we're getting mad crawls from like robots. Like ter- Terminator is straight up trying to take over my website or something. Weird. Yeah, and what so how SiteGround's packages work is they have like three tiers and what they do is you pay for how much traffic your website gets. Okay. Versus like paying for like a certain amount of like I don't know, size or whatever. So if like you're like apple.com, you want like the unlimited crazy package. Right. And then they have like And a if you want 604studios.com, you need like 10 people per year. Right. So we did like right in the middle just in case, <laughs> you know, everyone that listens to this podcast wants to go listen or go look at our website. It doesn't like blow up. Yeah. But these bots are causing the website to think that people are coming. And so when you hit your threshold, they shut your website off. Shoot. Are you serious? So yeah, all week we've been like that dealing sucks. with this and figure, trying to figure out why all of a sudden we're having like, we're getting like thousands of these little like crawling bots. That Sounds so weird. creepy. I know. Like I'm picturing I'm creeped like these little right like micro orbs, like <laughs> all up in my code. What is getting your website? <laughs> yeah. Just like, ah, get off me. So we've been like trying to throw like Is SiteGround like, are they, is this something they've seen before? Like, is that something that they typically have problems with or is it just you? Uh, I don't know. Like, so my web guy has been trying to like handle it for me. Um, So pretty much like SiteGround will email me like the notification saying, hey, you've used 80% of your like daily allotted whatever. And I email, I like just forward the email to him and just say, Hey man, this is like the fourth time this has happened. What's going on? Yeah. And so i I did a little conference call with him this morning and like they're on it. They're trying to figure out what the deal is. Um, we put some code in place that stopped them for like a week and somehow they've gotten around that. They figured it so, out. 
It's the, they're AI, intelligent bots. It's yeah. creepy-ass Terminator shit, I'm telling you. Seriously, that's so weird. The internet is a scary place, honestly. Oh, yeah, for sure. How much do you think, though? Like, that's another thing. Like, gosh, I'm such a lame when it comes to this stuff because I'm like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? So, like, right. even though I need to update my website and, like, probably stop using Show It, I'm just like, I've been using it for so long, so I'm comfortable here. But like, how how much do you think your website is actually how people like get to you or find you or like how important do you still? Because I remember like several years ago, like it was all about your website. Like people were revamping and doing their new branding and like doing promo videos all the time. It was all about the website. But like now, I, I just feel like <laughs> it's just like Instagram and sometimes Facebook. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's such a hard catch-22 because I do feel like social media is definitely the biggest aggregator of clients. Yeah. But at the same time, it's I think it sort of depends on your price tier. So if you're kind of at that mid-range to low end, uh, not to say there's anything wrong with that, but I feel like it's l- like a that level of a bride isn't going to care as much if your website has all the bedazzlements and super fancy. Yeah. Um, like I know for the longest time we got a, we got away with just having like a plain generic white website with white, you know, galleries and our logo at the top. And, and that was, we were booking, you know, 60 weddings that year off that website and yeah. we were totally fine. But, you know, when you're trying to set, I mean, I look at it as a website is like you're trying to separate yourself uh, from the pack. And so when you're the only one in your market that has a site and I know it's harder for someone, especially like you and like Steve and Jen, uh, who are in a much bigger market than we are, um, a website, I think, plays a little bit more impact on just like, you know, they find you on Instagram, they find you on Facebook. And then they go to your website to maybe contact you. And then that's when they kind of like, like, oh, wow. Just kind of like a, like a fancy store. I like to think of the analogy as like your website is your storefront. And so if like you go into like Tiffany's, you know, even though a jewelry store is a jewelry store is a jewelry store, you know, you go in there, it's like got the couches and like the chandeliers and everything's like that Tiffany blue color. Right. Beautiful. It's all fancy and like half the store is more for show than actually like selling stuff. Yeah. That's a good point. Same concept with yeah. the website. Good point, it's, Dustin. You're sort of setting the mood from the get-go. Like when they go to your website and it's like really fancy and nice and expensive looking, I guess, you should be kind of, you know, a, a bride who's more apt to spend more money is going to be more comfortable doing that because she already feels like you're you're an expensive brand. You want, it's more about a branding thing. Right. But well, we can I'm excited that. to see your new website. I'm going to go check it out after this. Well, you'll probably go to it and you'll be like, uh, Dustin, this doesn't look any different. <laughs> True. Or I'll Which go it to doesn't. it and then my computer will shut down because it has a virus on it from yeah, your website they, attacking you me. <laughs> Please go to our website. So our bots will leave our site yeah. and go to yours. <laughs> that would be horrible if that happened. But yeah, what we're essentially trying to do with the website is make it a little bit more, um, like be able to add some more pages and get a little bit better with our blog and with our blog, the way it was, we had zero ability to change it. 
And so we wanted to be able to start tagging posts and then going back and doing like a best of type post. Okay. Can you search on your blog now? Because I have actually gone to your blog a few times before and there was like no option to search. Like I was looking for a specific couple. You'll now be able to search. Good. That was so annoying. I'm sorry. I I was like, (laughs) actually, this is okay. Creeper status, but I was getting my hair done and a client of yours. I don't know if I should say their name or not, but you can say their name. Well, I don't remember his name, but I know his wife. As long as they were happy with us. They were. They were very happy. His name. uh, Well, his wife's name was Jesse and his and she like works in like construction or something and then i forget what his name is but he works in like cosmetology like he sell he goes to salons and like sells products to like the salons and his name was jesse yeah he was like super tall good looking dude with like reddish hair no oh. her name was jesse i don't remember what yeah his name yeah was. tony his name was tony yes tony yeah yeah, yeah. tony and jesse Got so it. we were just chit-chatting because he was there i was getting my hair done and he came in to do his job and so we were just kind of chatting for a few minutes and came up that i was wedding photographer and he was like yeah we had um a husband and wife team out of fort wayne do our wedding and of course it was you guys <laughs> and i was like who else, oh my is gosh! There? who else is there i love them they're my best friends so yeah and so then so that led me to go look on your blog because i wanted to see their wedding photos and i couldn't search anything and i was like this is ridiculous so that's my fun, story f- fun fact though we do also have a secondary website sort of like pass where we host all of our wedding photos that you can go on there and search oh yeah what is that imp- what is that one zenfolio, zen-folio. that's right zenfolio <clears throat> i need to get on that bandwagon too gosh all these things every time i talk to you i just feel like a big I wouldn't get on the zenfolio. <laughs> I would, no i wouldn't get on the zenfolio bandwagon however zenfolio if you're listening we would love it if you would sponsor this podcast <laughs> right so both of our potential sponsors we've been dissing great i'm sure they're gonna jump on this uh, podcast bandwagon for you oh charlie hi you say hi that's they were my actually doing this before you go to bed. That's my headphones. Uh-oh. All right. All right. <laughs> Grandma, take the child. She's beautiful and I love her. Um, so what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought We there. were talking about Zenfolio. Oh, and so what there. I would use if I were you, if you were thinking about as a winter off-season project. Yes, yes, um, yes. And the only reason we still use Zenfolio is because we are grandfathered into their original pricing because we signed up from the get-go beautiful so we're getting zenfolio for like 200 bucks a year unlimited unlimited storage oh my gosh yeah it's it's insanity that's amazing i'm i'm with pass diehard pass fan but it's a lot Pass, if you would like to sponsor this episode (laughs) pass i am happy with your product and i do pay every month and i have for like the past billion years i pay i just pay like 30 bucks a month or whatever for pass and I so we, we, we thought about switching to pass, but then we were like, uh, I'm just not sold on this, this product. Um, and then this new one that came out this year, I'm just like drooling over. Um, someone told me about it at that workshop I went to in Portland. No, Port, yeah, Portland called, and I'm going to lose the name now. <laughs> oh my gosh. My daughter came up and just totally bedazzled my brain. 
She um, has a tendency shoot, to do that. She's shoot, fabulous. It, shoot proof. That's what it is. Oh yeah, I've heard of them. I've actually done like a free trial with them. I think. So it was like it was kind of like a dinosaur. It was around a long time ago. Yeah, that's what and I thought. Super outdated. And then I think this past winter they came in just like totally revamped it, and it's like integrated with a bunch of different like awesome print labs, and they also do a ton of. Sort of like, did you, are you familiar with Pictage? Yep. I, I so did they, a free trial with them too. <laughs> yeah. So Pictage is who we used before we used Zenfolio. Okay. And what those kind of people, what Pictage used to do was like, they were all about the automated print sales. So they were constantly reaching out to the clients on your behalf. And nice. you're, you're rocking. Do you have to pee? <laughs> yeah, I have to pee so bad. <laughs> 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 you totally caught me. I'm just sitting here like... <laughs> I, I see that. See that? I know that. I'm on this like well. I'm on this like diet thing, and no, you, uh, and you have diets. to drink two liters of water a day, and it is killing me. I've heard of this. I spend I've heard my of, life. Do in you the also bathroom. do the lemon in the morning? Is that no. the same one? No. Uh, the one one of our grooms did a diet where you had to drink so much water, and then you had to have a lemon every morning for breakfast. Ew. And I swear to God, he lost a hundred and like fifteen pounds oh before his gosh. wedding. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was. I didn't even recognize him when he walked up from when they did the engagement session to the wedding. He lost like so much weight. That's another. You should. Oh, write that down. You should do a topic about like weight loss or looking good for the wedding or something, or drastic yeah. things that people do before their wedding. Absolutely. Oh, anyway. Pencil, pencil that in. Yeah, pencil. Oh, uh, but yeah. So just real quick, let me recap some of the things we do in the off season. Uh, we're not going to do any workshops. I really, really wanted to go to WPPI and that's not going to happen now because we're having a child, baby boy, baby boy, right after WPPI will happen. So it's too close for comfort. Um, I don't know if you can see, but I got a brand new 16 terabyte drive that I'm going to install when we get back from New York. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, we're, I'm crazy about data. So we, we update our, th- we've been using the same, we have three, eight terabyte drives that we've been running for the last uh, couple of years. Yeah. And so I'm switching one, at least one of them out. Are you like and, backing oh, all your stuff up on the new one? Or are you just starting moving, fresh? No, starting from scratch. So it'll be like, I'll move everything over. That'll be for 2018 onto it. Okay. Um, like the engagement sessions and stuff right. that we've done. Um, but it'll be 2018 moving forward. Uh, Cause we, we easily shoot eight terabytes a year. Yeah. It's insane. And so this will be 16 terabytes, but it'll be 16 terabytes duplicated duplicated so it'll be like actually only eight terabytes and they'll clone themselves oh i think we call it raid steve would probably know better than i about this kind of fancy more of this weird robotic crap oh yeah (laughs) but yeah we're doing you know a lot of backing up in the off season backing up is good back it up like we said earlier working on our website kind of tweaking that yeah uh, probably not going to roll out. I wanted to roll out a new promo video this winter, but that's not going to happen. You might do some sort of a, um, not a promo video, but like a thank you video or not a thank you video, but a, uh, like where I interview client, like a testimonial video. You know what I mean? Like, uh, what was your experience like with us? Cause I think that could be kind of fun. Make sure you only ask 
the brides that were extremely happy with you. <laughs> That's a completely uh, biased video. <laughs> I was actually just going to pay actors oh, good. and give them scripts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just want you to talk about how good I looked on your wedding day. Yeah. Oh, man. No, I never I looked good just, on wedding days. We've done cool. some crazy shit for our clients over the last two years. So I thought it would be kind of fun to find some of those. Um, like I, last month, like I carried Corinne on my shoulders over the dance floor and You're so cool. uh, we had a wedding a few years ago in Indy where Corinne carried the bride through like a mud, pu- mud put- puddle thing. You guys are die hard. Live or die. Right. Or dri- Anything for the die? What's, I don't know. Ride or die. <laughs> Ride or die. That's what I was looking for. Ride or die. There we go. Yep. All right, Miss Michaela, I got to get on a plane to New York and by a plane, I mean a minivan. <laughs> yes. It sounds way cooler. Where can people go to find out more about 604 Studios? Well, on Facebook, it's just 604 Studios. It's the numbers 604. And then Instagram, same thing, 604 Studios, no spaces or anything. And you post to both of those really, like a lot, right? Like you're all about that social media. Oh, yeah. All about that life. You're like, I live on the socials. (laughs) You know what? I... I will say I am so extremely blessed every year with clients who just refer find us. you somehow find you. They, I don't know how they find us. No, <laughs> no. Most of our clients are referrals, which we're just thankful for. So that's why I just, I just take a backseat to social media sometimes because it's just a yeah. lot to keep up with. And I keep getting the most beautiful, wonderful clients without doing it. So I'm like, you know, I'm just going to keep doing my thing, but I, I really should. I, it's time. It's time to, to buckle down and start doing it. Because I looked at my Facebook page the other day. I and did I, too. Oh my God. It's embarrassing. The last time I posted was in January of this year. And it is now yeah. November. So yeah, there's yeah. that. I mean, you only have a year to catch up on. <laughs> <laughs> right. However, my, my Instagram, I mean, my Instagram is not anything to brag about. But I do try to post. I post these like little collages. Like whenever I send off a wedding or a shoot, like I'll post a little little something at least i tried to well you'll have to stay tuned for next week's episode because steve and i are going to talk about a little instagram thing that might just change your world Ooh, yeah next better. week we're going to be really diving deep into instagram cool i can't wait yeah. to hear about it i've been using it because uh, we've been really working hard uh one of our winter projects is to improve our instagram yes and um you got a lot to do this winter buddy I, I always give myself the most ambitious list. I make a huge list of things I want to do in the wintertime because I have no time to do it any other time. Right. And I'm just lucky if I get through a quarter of it. Yep. I still have stuff on my list that I didn't get done last winter. No, though, that's okay. Dream big. Dream big. Reach for the stars. So we got your Facebook, your 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 Insta. Oh, yeah. What's website. The, what's the web? Which is extremely outdated as well, but people still use it to contact me, so it's all good. It is 604studios.com. However, it's spelled out because the numbers were taken. Whoopsie. Should have checked that before. So it's 6-S-I-X-O-H-F-O-U-R-studios.com. And as always, you can find Dustin, myself, the person that you really listen to this podcast for, not Steve, yep. at Dustin. <laughs> Just kidding, Steve. I love you. 
<laughs> Dustin underscore McKibben on Instagram. Or uh, if you're looking for actual wedding photos, because you're not going to find them on there, uh, you can always check us out at our photo page on Instagram, which is Dustin and Corinne on Insta. And Facebook is all the same shit. You'll find us. Look, <laughs> if you look, if you care. Yeah. If you want to find us, I if mean, you want to reach out. Give your listeners some credit. They know how to work the internet. They will figure out how to track you down. Oh, they'll find us. Yes. Um, but yeah, we've got some exciting stuff in store for you listeners. Speaking of coming up this winter, we've got some great photographers slotted up for some uh, some great little nuggets. Um, like Michaela McLean. Hello. <laughs> she's kicking us off with our awesome <laughs> That's right. co-host. You started with the best and then you're just going to everything else after this, you know, downhill. Just kidding. We got Bobby Photo coming on this winter. Yeah, I will uh, listen to that for sure. Me, uh, I think we got Sam Hurd slotted for uh, December or January, I think, and a couple other awesome people that we're we're going to be sitting down with and talking to. Um, yeah, we've got a couple of. I think Steve and I are going to. Uh, Texas, I mean, not Texas, I'm going to Texas. Steve and I, I think, might be going to Chicago to interview somebody. Uh, so, yeah, we got a lot of really exciting content coming to you over the winter uh, so that you don't think we're just resting on our laurels, drinking eggnog and, uh, you know, sitting under the mistletoe. Yeah. Because that's not at all what Steve and I would do. <laughs> right. This just got weird. Okay. But yeah, so and as always, you can also find the Wedding Photo Hangover podcast. That's right. That's what you're listening to. Oh, yeah. At In case you heard the that. Wedding Photo Hangover on Instagram. Uh, I know Steve also runs our Twitter account. I'm not even going to say that because who is still on Twitter? I mean, come Seriously. on. Instagram is where it's at. The president, nobody else. The president. <laughs> president. Uh, yeah, that is who is on Twitter. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so that is it. We're going to be wrapping up another episode. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Michaela, have you had a good time? I had a blast. Is this your first time on a podcast? Yes, which is crazy because back in college I was all radio. I was a host of a radio show, but never a podcast. I love it. All right. So I just want to say thanks for our listeners for another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover podcast with your host, Dustin, that's me, and Michaela, subbing in for Stevie Van Elk. You can find us on Instagram again at uh, just at Wedding Photo Hangover and on Twitter at WedPick Hangover because Twitter limits the number of characters in your handle. And at last but not least, you can find us on Facebook at Wedding Photo Hangover. If you want to follow Dustin or Steve individually, you can find them at Dustin on Instagram at Dustin underscore McKibben. And you can find Steve at Steven Van Elk. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time when your head is pounding, your limbs feel like dead weight, and your entire being is aching for the sweet, sweet embrace of death. That's right. Next Sunday after you shoot another wedding. Have a great night, guys, or day, whatever time you're listening to this. And, uh, Michaela, it's been great. Thank you. Have a good night, guys. I'm super anal.